unidentifiable flying object. <laughs> UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? It could only be anything. A UFO. Everybody, welcome to UFO Know, the show where we separate science fiction from science fact the best that we can. And uh, just want to give a big shout out to all my listeners out there. Hey, thank you. And uh, Damon, thanks, buddy. Once again, you came in the shop. Let me know you were listening to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, of course, Bob, good old Bob, man, listening to us on times one and a half speed. Thought we were really, really energetic. That made me laugh. Anyways, thank you, Bob. And uh, then, of course, OG listener, OG fan, El Nino. Thanks, man. Uh, anyways, make sure to go out on uh, Facebook, share, and follow us on Facebook. We got a little Facebook page. And then, uh, hey, text me, 208-790-8226. Text me some alien stuff. That would be phenomenal. Yeah? Yeah, I would. I would appreciate that. I've yeah, anyways, Mike's been waiting for somebody to text me, but nobody has Nobody. Yet. Not even one hello. I think it's awful one. rude of you guys to listen to the show and not that's say not, hello. That's not fair. I get it. I wouldn't I text me either. Anyway, Walk so, but if, you, if, really if you're so inclined, just be like, I believe, you know, whatever. I don't care. Anyways, hit me up. Uh, make sure you can email us. I want to, the number two, believe, uh, 115 at gmail.com. Get a hold of us. But, guys, I got a hell of an episode. I am joined by uh, the wonderful Wajid Hassan, um, who is, well, I'm just going to let him tell us, okay, who he is, but he is Gruer Extraordinary. Wajid, welcome to the show. Hey, good to, good to be on the show, Ben, and uh, with uh, Blind Mike. Oh, I thought I was thank almost you for Blind ha- Mike. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being here. Uh, I am, uh, as uh, Mike was, th- I told him about our little conversation before um, we got on the show where you referred to him as almost blind Mike, and he loved that. <laughs> I did. I, I thoroughly appreciate your concern for my visual health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, he loved that. Anyways, but uh, so, okay, so tell us about yourself. Uh, I, I listened to your book, which is called uh, The Struggle for World Sanity, correct? That's correct, yeah. And um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. Oh, I was just, I was stunned. I was, uh, I had so many questions and I'm sure you're going to answer them all, but uh, I had so many questions and I was thrilled by the whole thing. My, my mind was blown by the possibilities of being able to talk to you and poke your brain about this. And so, uh, so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I was, um, I was born in Pakistan, uh, and then my parents, uh, they moved to England when I was three years old. So we moved to England. Uh, I lived in the north of England uh, till the age of 10. And then they, then we moved to London and I spent some time uh, in London, went to high school in London. And um, uh, I, was, uh, I was raised in a, um, a predominantly um, strict Muslim household. So I, um, 
you know, I learned the Quran, I learned the prayers, went to the mosque. Uh, but at the same time, I was also um, going to a Church of England school uh, during the day. So I got to learn about Bible studies, hymns, Christmas carols. And I didn't really see um, much difference between uh, Islam and, and Christianity. I, I just assumed they were just two different paths of the same uh, divine principle. Um, but... Um, Around the age of 16, uh, I, uh, I got to meet uh, my own uh, spiritual guru, uh, a Western, uh, an Englishman by the name of Dr. George King. And um, uh, briefly, uh, Dr. King was um, a very advanced uh, yogi master. Uh, he was, um, a, uh, in his early 20s, he was a section uh, leader in the London Fire Brigade uh, during the Nazi Blitz uh, uh, during World War II, and um, uh, in his search and rescue operations, uh, he had uh, the unfortunate task of picking up uh, pieces of, you know, little children, and it just really bothered him why he had to go through why people had to go through all this suffering. So after the after the war. Uh, he had premonitions of of um, things that happened in his past, just like we all get premonitions of what happened, what happens in our past. Uh, and he decided to throw his efforts into um, the study of yoga, not just you know hatha yoga for health, but he got really into um, uh, deep uh, pranayama, uh, breathing exercises. Uh, mantra uh, to he got to the point where he was he was um practicing yoga for up to 10 hours a day uh on top of his uh normal job that he had uh, was that of a, a london cab driver and uh he did that for over 10 years so he, he disciplined himself till he became a master of the occult arts and uh was was able to raise his consciousness up to extremely high levels uh, where he could physically uh, raise the power within what people in the uh, in the in the West call the power of the Kundalini where he raised them up to different psychic centers and, and actually became a, a terrestrial medium where he could channel um, um, messages from uh, beings who not only who lived on the higher realms of this earth and then later on uh he was chosen by beings of other civilizations in this solar system to become uh what was called a primary mental channel and was chosen to receive these messages from these beings that man uh the um what we call the ufos of today Wow. You you go into uh, a lot about this, uh, about your master in the book. A large chunk of it is dedicated to him. It was actually uh, very touching. Your, um, I, I would say your homage to him in your book, where you really go into the impact he had on you and specifically uh, how your view on the world and the universe and uh, kind of the power that's contained within that. Yeah. Well, this man was uh, unique uh, in many, many ways. Uh, probably when he uh, started channeling these uh, messages, 
Uh, he was misunderstood. He was laughed at back in the fifties and sixties. And uh, my intuition when I met him, uh, you know, just uh, I was in awe. I knew that this this was a very advanced uh, spiritual being, uh, maybe not even of this earth. And uh, and it's really funny that people in the West they they go to India and they're in search for uh, this yogi master, or that yogi master, or a Himalayan master, and right at their doorstep was this uh, amazing uh, yogi master that that probably walk, ever walked the, the face of the earth and uh, and some of the philosophies and teachings that he not only uh, that he that he uh, taught were just mind-boggling but on top of that uh, he received over 600 uh, transmissions from these extraterrestrial masters that live on the higher uh, on the higher realms of uh, of this solar system. Now, you know, on a on a scientific level, you know, you may you may say, well, yeah, you know, um, just you know, just on a scientific level, you know, it it would be it would be deemed impossible that life would exist on any of the planets in this solar system, and I would agree that uh, the possibility of terrestrial life or physical life on, on any planet in the solar system is probably uh, remote. But um, if, you, if you dwell into uh, Eastern uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, they talk about the le different levels of existence that occur um, on Earth. And so, you know, uh, most people who study these uh, philosophies know that you know, just just looking at Earth, that there's there's levels above us, there's levels below us. Uh, Dr. King uh, said that there was um, there's four levels of existence below us, and the six levels of existence uh, above us. So just from on this particular planet, uh, when we die, uh, people people and again on the scientific level, most scientists are not even aware. They're only aware of the physical realm pretty much they're not aware of these uh, levels of existence and uh, eventually down the road i mean there are some uh, uh metaphysical ghost hunters and they mm. they're using particular instrumentation very basic instrumentation to try to uh, connect with people who passed away and and they've had some very minor results but uh but you know not much is known about these other realms and uh when we die we go to one of these realms we live there and then we die and we come back mm -hmm. and we do the cycle of reincarnation which is again uh one of the teachings of the cosmic i would call the extra the these interplanetary masters i refer them as the cosmic masters and they um exist on higher realms of existence which cannot be detected on, with physical instruments on these other planets in this solar system. So um, planets like Mars, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, uh, Uranus, uh, all, the, all the planets in this solar system are actually inhabited by higher races. But we can't, unless, unless, you're, a, a, unless you're an adept on astral projection, which my master was, he actually could, uh, could project from his physical body and he described uh, these civilizations on Mars, Venus, uh, and uh, and Saturn, Jupiter. Uh, 
you know, probably on level maybe five or six on very high vibrationally sequences that, that have yet to be detected uh, by terrestrial scientists. You know, that see, that's what I'm talking about, about how my mind was blown in the book, because you go into a lot of that. And um, a big part that I really loved was how um, you uh, explain that he had something to do with the protection of humanity several times, apparently, and also had was it helped defuse the Cuban Missile Crisis? Is that... Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, um, he, he um, or repelled he, the negative he, energy. Was it something about? Well, he did a lot of things uh, uh, behind the scenes. Uh, he 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 was incognito. He didn't openly publicize what he did. Uh, he talked about it to a handful of people. He he wasn't into the limelight. Uh, he just got on with his mission. Um, the um, what I want to let your listeners know is um, right now, uh, the, the reason I wrote the book, uh, The Struggle uh, for World Sanity, is that right now uh, we as a race are in a crossroads. Uh, we have to now decide whether we move on or we, or we move off this planet. It's got to that point. Um, so just to address why we're in that position, I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up... Uh, some of the missions that the that my master did a little bit later, yeah. but I want to let your listeners know that that these this is one of the most crucial times in the history of this planet, and uh, uh, we're we're on, we're in a, a very difficult and dangerous uh, situation that uh, right now. But also, what I want to let your listeners know is that there's hope. Uh, I, I'm here to let the pe- people know that. There's light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, hopefully my message will inspire people uh, to look up uh, to the stars and and not look down at their iPhones and stay in misery, yeah. looking at the media. What the media is just, you know, throwing out day after day after day and cre- creating a lot of fear. But um, just, just going back, you know, People talk about UFOs, and I love your podcast, UFO. Not no, I mean your 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 guys are actually going out of your way to you know open up uh, minds on UFOs. Uh, of course, there's conspiracy theories about UFOs, and uh, so I want to put right some of these theories about uh, the the people who man these flying saucers and the so-called little green men. Um, <laughs> which is, uh, which is uh, again, something that the media has kind of really um, emphasized and the abductions and the fear mm-hmm. about UFOs. And so I want to uh, bring your listeners to, to a point where they understand why UFOs have been around here on this planet for the last 18 million years because um, a, a master of yoga's... Uh, has tremendous powers uh some of the eastern masters that they're able to levitate they're able to go through walls they're, they're they have tremendous healing powers um they have they have uh, they're like supermen um and one thing that uh, a yogi master can do is 
is he could look like we have an aura, we have psychic centers, which are on a subtle uh, vibrational sequences. But if anybody who's clairvoyant, they can they can look at your they can look at your aura and they could read your aura. And a yogi master can can look at your aura and he can see uh, uh, in your aura uh, all the all the past lives that you've been and the, the reason why you're in a position that you are now and maybe can even predict your future. And uh, my master actually got a chance to look at my aura once, and he he predicted a he actually uh, confirmed a previous life that that I was that were that, that was that I, I had visions on. So, and if you look on the larger scale, um, our planet, Mother Earth, she's a, a living, breathing entity. And what, um, uh, what a yogi master can do, he can also project from his physical body and read the aura of the planet. And uh, again, uh, he could see uh, maybe three-dimensionally in, 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 in color the whole history of, uh, of, um, of planet Earth and, and also uh, study the whole history of mankind. So briefly, uh, 18 million years ago, uh, we as a human race actually lived on a, another planet in the solar system by the name of Maldek. Now, Maldek was uh, in orbit between uh, Jupiter and Mars. And uh, based on what Dr. King said, uh, he wrote a book in the 60s called The Nine Freedoms. And in there, you can people, people can get that on Amazon. And in there, uh, he outlined the true history of mankind. So we as a race are actually not from this world. We are actually, our home planet was the planet Maldek. And at that time, Time, 18 million years ago, we were an extremely advanced uh, race of beings. Uh, our technology was far superior to the technology that we have today uh, on Earth. Um, he said that robots uh, pretty much uh, did all the menial jobs uh, on the planet. Everything was, was controlled, uh, was done by robots. And so um, the people uh, on Maldek had, they could control the weather. They had, uh, they had spacecraft that could sufficiently go outside the solar system. Um, and, and pretty much we lived in utopia. We had everything we could eat. Uh, people just uh, had the most uh, beautiful, luxurious life. I mean, the Bible talks about the fall, uh, the, the, you know, uh, of Adam and Eve uh, from the uh, Garden of Eden, and even though it's a fairy tale, some of the, some aspects of that have a tremendous amount of truth. And what happened on Maldek was there was a number of scientists who suddenly got this kind of lust for greed and power, and they invented an, an atomic bomb, which uh, Dr. King described as being ten thousand times more powerful than the hydrogen bomb that we have on Earth today. And in their lust for power, they exploded this hydrogen bomb and completely destroyed the planet Maldek. And all that's left of Maldek today is the asteroid belt. That was our home planet. Wow. And so um, we as interplanetary murderers were released on our different uh, etheric realms. And the uh, the solar hierarchy had to find a place for uh, 
the the people of Malek to reincarnate in order to get gain that essential experience that they needed, and different planets were um, studied, and finally the uh, Mother Earth was approached and was asked if she could hold up her evolution and take on this race, uh, what we what we were as interplanetary murderers. And so she agreed on on involved in holding up her evolution. And at, at that time, eighteen million years ago, there was another advanced race that lived on Earth called Adamic Man. And Adamic Man agreed uh, to help the uh, incoming uh, uh, live streams uh, reincarnate, reincarnate on Earth. And over the over thousands of years, uh, help these mutated uh, radioactive mutants to assemble some con- kind of civilization. And then after thousands of years, uh, another civilization grew called Lemuria. And Lemuria rose and uh, again was a very highly cultured uh, civilization. And again, the disease struck and uh, there was a war in Lemuria, an atomic war. And the civilization of Lemuria fell. And then thousands of years later, again, on and off, a radioactive world, the civilization of Atlantis flourished. And again, the Pandora's box was open and uh, the warring factions invented uh, atomic uh, weaponry. One one had an atomic bomb, which they called the Brahma weapon or the weapon of God. And the other side had a controllable atomic ray called Indra's dart. And uh, again, Atlantis fell in a radioactive war. And so just coming to modern times, um, you know, we as a a race have a very scarred uh, history. And then, of course, in after the terrible World War One and World War Two, what happened in, you know, the Cold War and then in the 50s, what happened the you know the atomic bomb was again reinvented and again mankind stands uh, and it was very very interesting uh ben and uh mike that in the it was in the 50s when these atomic explosions started occurring that the flying saucers were seen in the skies in fact hundreds of them of sightings because it caused uh, a disturbance in the whole solar system that okay here goes mankind again about to destroy this world now the difference between uh what happened uh in uh uh, in maldek and what's happening today is that mankind will not be allowed to destroy this planet and if he does uh there will be a divine intervention and he will be stopped from destroying this planet and so um he's still allowed to destroy himself but there's two, there's two factors now that, that have occurred that, uh, in modern times that have brought uh, mankind up to the point where, well, the first thing is, astrologically speaking, where we have actually uh, started the, uh, the end of the Piscean age, and now we're in the age of Aquarius. And the age of Aquarius is pushing... Uh, pushing us into service, into helping others. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, in 1964, um, the uh, the Cosmic Masters got together uh, and they sent a tremendous amount of spiritual energy 
into the Mother Earth, uh, which was called the primary initiation of Earth. And at that time, she had a choice of either releasing these energies and pretty much killing all of mankind, or slowly releasing these energies to the point where she can now get into her uh, rightful evolutionary cycle. So every year now, she's slowly releasing these vibrations. The astrological aspects of the Aquarian age are forcing mankind to get away from the present status quo. And so uh, every year now, uh, the vibrations are changing. The vibrations, the spiritual vibrations are getting higher. The ionosphere, which was put up after the destruction of Lemuria, physically put up by the after the destruction of Lemuria and Atlantis, it was intensified, is now being gradually taken down. The cosmic uh, rays, which are beneficial for the Mother Earth, are, are actually now uh, penetrating the Earth. And so we, with all our wars and our pollution and our hatred and our political systems and our endless wars and the economic system, all that uh, will have to either change or mankind has that choice of either they stay here or they will be taken uh, through death and will reincarnate onto another uh, uh, planet which is in the solar system. It's called Planet X. It's on the other side of the solar system, on the opposite side of the sun. So it can't be actually seen, but um, uh, but Blind Mike will probably, based on his research, uh, scientists do know that this planet actually exists. It's maybe some some point outside of the solar system, but it's within the solar system. And that's the planet that those who do not change uh, now will have to go to uh, into the future. So um, that's the status quo right now of where we stand. We're at the crossroads. So we have a choice to make. We either can get our shit together as a species and hope that we can uh, break away from that human nature that we keep repeating our destructive nature and change things around but let me ask you this what do you think what do you think humanity is going to do you think we're going to save this planet or do you think we're going to lose this planet and have to move on or you said that that we're not allowed to destroy the planet they won't allow us to destroy without divine intervention yeah, they will not. Yeah, we will not be allowed to destroy. Uh, we'll we'll be evicted then, basically. Uh, we basically, yeah, that we will be evicted. So it's 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 up to us now. So um, we have to make that choice. Um, either we 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 continue into regression and we continue these endless wars, the stupid economy. Uh, the 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 hatred between races and religion and all this other stuff and so um, now coming back to you, you know uh, um, my master uh, uh, going uh, you know doing some of these missions um, one thing that uh, that's 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 affected uh, the whole planet is that because. See, there's six levels above us, but there's also four levels above us called the lower astral realms, or, or they're called the hells. And then people like, you know, Mussolini, Hitler, and, and all the mass murderers, and, you know, all the, all the cunning Nazis and all that, they, 
you know, they don't just disappear when they die. They go to these realms, and these realms are full of uh, some of the evil people that were actually on the physical realm of this earth. And of course, you know, we've got people like Mahatma Gandhi and other saints that go onto the higher realms. And then most people on most people on the planet uh, are generally, uh, you know, they're not evil people. They're just good law-abiding citizens and they have families and whatever and they go to some you know uh level two or three and, and some of the more spiritually advanced people go on to level four and five but in these lower astral realms there exists and again my master project as when he was alive uh he passed away in 1997 but when he was alive he he physically projected to these different realms of existence and in the lower astral realms, um, there are some very uh, evil, uh, I, I guess you could call them black magicians who, who practice the black arts, okay. um, who, who actually uh, um, recruit, uh, you know, they, they're, they're, over, the, over the centuries, they've specially recruited people, you know, dictators like Hitler and Mussolini and Genghis Khan and all that. To, to cause mass murder and and when when these when all this destruction of mass murder is done a lot of these people in their in their violent deaths they go to the lower astral realms and 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 become part of the evil uh, armies that are down there now uh from from what what dr king's uh, description of these realms is that they're not actually you know like Dante's Inferno, uh, you know, a bunch of That's what I was people, just going to you know, ask, yeah. Yeah, uh, a bunch of, you know, uh, hooves and, you know, pitchforks and no. demons and all that. I mean, there are More satanic forces. Metaphoric. But what he said was there's a tremendous amount of brain power in these realms. And some of these, um, uh, th some of these magicians are actually, he said they're, they're more scientifically advanced than some of the scientists on this on these realms so laser beam weaponry is used there um you know highly highly complicated uh, computer systems artillery uh, um, um you know um sea vessels uh aircraft they're all down there as well in their walls that they have down down in the lower astral realms so um, what dr king said they were actually they're actually 200 years more advanced scientific in these lower realms than they are uh, on this physical realm but the the atom bomb was actually reinvented in the, the lower astral realms and then uh, it was mentally uh, inspired by you know it, it mentally inspired the scientists to create the atom bomb on this physical realm as well so I believe that my master and a few other uh, uh, advanced masters were chosen to go down to these lower astral realms and, and transmute some of these evil forces. And what's happening today is that, you know, these ev these satanic forces in these realms are actually also extremely psychic, and they they know that their end is also occurring because of the of the rise of of spiritual vibrations, and they know that they can't hold they can they can't some of them have, have held up uh reincarnating for hundreds of thousands of years and built tremendous amount of powers so they know that their end is 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 happening so what's happening right now is we're getting a lot of uh interference from from lower astral entities from these satanic forces and they're 
they're hell bent on causing, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe a, a nuclear war. They're they're causing division. They're they're mentally impressing, uh, you know, uh, this hatred between races, this hatred between religions, and it's occurring uh, all around the world. And there's a lot of division. There's a lot of hatred. There's there's a lot of economic strife, and so. They they want to hold on to their positions because they know as soon as these vibrations are going to rise, they won't be able to live on this earth, and so they will have to reincarnate again uh, onto this other planet. And you mentioned, well, who's going to stay here and who's going to who's not going to stay here? Again, that's our choice. Yeah. Uh, either we conform uh, and and become the beings that we used to be. Because we were actually extremely evolved beings, spiritual beings at one time, or we can regress and and evolve and become. Because what what the master said on this other planet in the solar system, we we will probably regress two or three thousand years, maybe go back in to oh. the caveman stage and have to make our way back up, or we can choose to have this new age that's coming. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen uh, in ten years. Maybe it may not even happen in a hundred years. But it is going to happen, and there's going to be a glorious new age that that is not might is going to occur on this planet, despite everything that's going on right now. So let me ask you this: Could these other realms be considered in the talk of science and space and all that? Be considered? the other the multiverse concept is is it all is it all connected you know i think a lot of people want to they throw all these different labels in my opinion on the same thing religion science i mean we're he's talking the 11 different realms here string theory proposes that there are 11 realities occupying the same space anyway it's just yet to be proven it's just all theoretical yeah they're they're actually they're they're actually here right now Right, but the but but the uh, yogi master, like my master, as phys- phys- he didn't he didn't use theory. He physically projected yeah. to these realms. E- exactly, and that's what I mean. Science hasn't really fully caught up, based on their limited view. But I feel like the string theory is a semi proposal towards the same thing. Well, this is where psychedelics, deep meditation, have been attributed to being able to like you had said astral projection all these things um there was i i think it was uh one of the um uh what it was it dennis mckenna or uh, or terrence mckenna that said um you can study for 15 years 20 years how to meditate to get to a psychedelic state or you can pop a pill and do it in 15 minutes mm. um you know, well, is there a difference between? I mean, clearly the power that your master had, the control, is, the control is where what in from you know clearly a layman's standpoint is where the difference is. Is that instead of him becoming the vehicle that's transported so he can steer and control his journey in, in a psychedelic experience, you're just a you're just a passenger in a vehicle that's that's in its own control. Yeah, am I or am I way off? Uh, well, the, uh, 
the, the way of psychedelics is actually very dangerous because you're right, Ben, you have no control. Now, uh, a yogi master uh, who's, who's studied, uh, uh, who's disciplined in, in the science of, of uh, Kundalini Yoga uh, can, con you know, he, he went into a positive yogic trance in order to raise his consciousness and, and receive these telepathic messages. And so he was in total control of his mind and body. And, and, and when he projected, I mean, we all project. Uh, when we sleep is a state of projection. The, the lack of understanding. Part of our consciousness yeah. every night goes somewhere. We yeah. don't know where. We're not, we're not a, a, even aware. Some of us have extremely vivid dreams, which seem very real. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we go to these other realms when we sleep. But uh, coming back to psychedelics, um, I, I would I would strongly advise against using psychedelics because what happens is that they f they force open the psychic senses very quickly, and you can actually with psychedelics you could project out of the body very quickly, um, but you have no control. You could even get uh, possessed. Mm. And if you go to another realm, you could come back. Because you're opening you, yourself you could, up to all kinds of mm -hmm. forces. You could go crazy. So, so that psychedelic is is a very dangerous uh, way, uh, and people have uh, received extreme highs uh, using psychedelics. But that's not the way to do it. The positive way to do it is to is to not use any kind of drug, and and to do it naturally through train your uh, mind through and, yeah. basic yoga yoga exercises and breathing mantra and raising that raising the consciousness. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd be really excited to see a yogi master do his mantras and get to that state of enlightenment where he's able to channel these messages and then have like a scientist slap on a brain scan to yeah. register or measure the accelerated brain function. Well, that's what we need. We need because then that scientists would, that would be, at least, yeah, they, yeah. they just dismiss it and be like, no, that's outlandish. We're not even going to give you that time. It reminds me of, see, this is where, and tell me, uh, tell me what you feel about this. Dr. Stephen Greer, has been um, a big advocate for apparently opening your consciousness to be to send out a message or invitation to communicate with these terrestrials. He calls them uh, a close encounter of the fifth kind, um, where he, I believe, a CE5, where they're able to basically conjure a UFO experience, an alien experience. So they, they've had numerous groups. I can't verify any of this. I've never done it, but that he claims to be able to put them in a, in a, a meditative state through training to open their minds, to be able to communicate. Like you had said, they're on a completely different um, realm than we are. So the way they communicate is more through emotion and spiritual connection than vocal or hand signals or anything like that so he's saying that it by putting yourself in a meditative state that you can do this but he's he claims to be able to do it very fast and train people on how to do it in fact uh you can buy his little app for like 10 bucks i guess and you can uh, learn how to uh be a conduit for monetized aliens, enlightenment yeah so anyways what do you what do you think about that i mean what do you i mean clearly you're your your circle your abilities are finely tuned but what do you what do you think about this concept that um this scientist has melded the two science and spirituality to be able to 
basically become a conduit for um, extraterrestrials. What do you think of that? Well, the the cosmic masses of the of this, of this solar system are extremely uh, advanced spiritual beings. They're also in, not only they're also scientifically advanced, millions of years ahead of us, as as well as being very spiritually advanced. And um, uh, one thing that people need need to understand is that um, um, that we we can actually. Um, there's, Dr. King talked about this one particular spacecraft uh, by the name of uh, Satellite Number 3 that comes into orbit of Earth uh, during specific times of the year. And this particular spacecraft is about a mile and a half long. And uh, it comes into orbit of Earth uh, specific times of the year. And its purpose is completely spiritual. What they what they do is um he in in the book the nine freedoms he actually projected to this spacecraft and was met by um one of the beings who uh who manned this spacecraft um he was actually uh seven feet seven foot tall humanoid um with uh, long flowing hair down to his shoulders so it, it wasn't one of these little green men that people seem to be talking about the aliens and in a transmission that he received uh from from the control of this particular spacecraft of being by the name of mars sector six he mentioned that on this spacecraft because they've been observing us for millions of years since we've we've come on from uh from, you know since we uh came from maldek he said on they have instrumentation on this spacecraft that that terrestrial scientists he said it's beyond the imagination of even the even the best terrestrial scientists that's how advances uh, this equipment is and what they do is when they're when they're in orbit of this earth they manipulate the pranic energies coming from the sun through their computerized system radionic computerized systems and they can actually pinpoint I mean, if you look at basic ter terrestrial technology today uh, with a GPS, uh, global positioning satellite, you can pinpoint anybody on the planet with a cell phone. Yeah. So that's basic terrestrial science. Now, if you advance that a couple of million years, these these uh, cosmic masters, they can, they can pinpoint any life stream, cat, dog, animal, plant, they have what well, they have told us that they have they have a complete dossier of the vibrational sequence of every living life stream on this planet so everything that's on this planet living right now they have they have uh in their computer systems on this spacecraft and this and the beings the advanced beings on the other planets uh also are completely in tune with the life streams on this earth so you don't need an app you don't need to pay any, anybody any money. Yeah, uh, they they can pick up. The, you know, they, they say that the the speed of um, of thought in free space. I, I think throughout through through the through the physical body, the speed of thought is like six hundred. I think six hundred fifty miles an hour. But in free space, it's uh, it's been known by by again by the uh, yogi masters to be at like four million times the speed of light. Wow, that's the speed of, of thought. So um, we uh, can all uh, contact 
these cosmic masters free of charge no app necessary um and with the with this with the speed of thought and they will receive that and they will send a beam of spiritual energy through us and this is one of the ways they're actually helping us um dr king back in the 1970s when they had the oil embargo and this so-called uh you know um oil wars and the he said he said at that time he said there's only one energy crisis on this planet mm. and that's a spiritual energy crisis he says if you solve that crisis he says all of the crises between countries and in in your personal life will automatically be be uh, resolved and and ben you know you talk about famine on this planet and people hungry i mean right now there's a tremendous famine right now we're, we're spiritual beings in a physical body it's not the other way around but our souls are spiritually uh, uh are you know are starved and so we our natural way of, of of living is actually channeling these energies through us through higher psychic centers right now we just we're just living on basics lower centers mm -hmm. and our true nature is to is to channel these energies so what the cosmic masters are offering free of charge some of them you know they they work 24 hours a day they don't get paid or anything like that <laughs> but the education their whole purpose is is again you know something that terrestrial man doesn't understand but they actually are just they just spiritually want the race terrestrial man to rise and so during this during these magnetization periods or any time you can think uh up up into space request this energy and it will be picked up and so every every person on this planet can can contact the cosmic masters now will you get a sign from them probably not um will you get a message from them probably not but they will beam down that energy to you and again this is a this is a um, a science that that right now is is probably not understood and not only do they beam energies down on this physical realm they can beam energies down on all the other realms the the higher realms and even the lower realms so if even if you're a mass murderer uh in the lowest astral realm you will still receive this energy if you do good for somebody so there's no need to go into any deep meditative state uh, or pay anybody any money it's it's free gratis <laughs> <laughs> so okay so here okay so i got some questions i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i got some questions about you wajid first of all i have to tell you that's a beautiful way of describing the universe and the energies and how we can communicate with something greater than ourselves um and it really makes sense when you look i mean i'm a firm believer in in the power of energy however you want to however you want to take that however you want to interpret that and and put a label on it it's energy and uh and and so with that being said i think it's amazing how these people through their belief and their power and 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 beings that we apparently are from our our previous lives are able to channel this energy to um become these powerful beings it's a it's an incredible thing when you think that everybody feels like they have a purpose and so if the purpose is to put out the most positive energy you possibly can into the universe and try and be as whole and one as you can and then it just brings us all into a total oneness uh it's amazing to think of what this world could accomplish it, with that being the case so 
but uh, well, I have some, that, yeah, that, go ahead. That brings that brings chills down my spine because you're telling the truth. Um, you know, there's there's one. Dr. King said, "There's only one. We didn't come here to suffer. The conditions that we're in right now, we bought on. It's, it's our own karmic, uh, you know, dirty laundry that's coming back at us. We've created these conditions, and so you know, we can't." At this point, point at another race or another country or, or whatever. We have. He, he wrote. Dr. King wrote a book uh, called "You Are Responsible." He didn't. He didn't say. You know, they are responsible. He. What he's saying is that we, as a, on a collective, as a human race, are responsible for these. So we, as a collective, the, the cosmic masters don't look at us as Americans or Indians or Africans or Chinese. They 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 address us as terrestrial man because that's what we are. We're just in different bodies and different incarnations, different experience cycles, but we're all one race. And what he said is said, like you said, Ben, he said, one of the main, the only reason that we're on this planet is to raise our consciousness, uh, is to raise the power of Kundalini just like he did and become an adept and a master that we, that, that's, our, that's our heritage. That's what, that's what we're actually supposed to be. And, and we've, we've just layered, layered ourselves through limitations and fear and we're in the position that we are now. And what the cosmic masters are saying is, look, don't look at, at the media, don't look at the trouble and strife that's happening, look towards us and we can help you openly and then there will come a time when they will openly land among us but they but again you know we have to reach up to them um in in one particular transmission he said uh, uh one of the one of the cosmic masters said that there was a uh, a planet in this in in the galaxy that was approached that was sim that was going through a similar uh, problem that the people of earth are going through right now and they opened themselves up to the cosmic masters and they said within 50 years a, a complete renaissance of that planet occurred so there is a spiritual renaissance that, that has occurred uh i think primarily the spiritual renaissance is, is because of the aquarian the astrological pressures of the aquarian age but also because some of these the planetary masters have transmuted some of these dark forces in these lower astral realms that have given mankind some breathing space and so we we have to make that move and if we don't make that move then we're out of here <laughs> we're out of here okay. there's no other way to put it would you there's no other way to put it so if i'm to give this kind of a dulled down summary it don't would, do it, Mike. Don't dull it down, Mike. You don't dull down. it down. If I'm if I'm looking at it as we were on this higher uh, level of existence, and then we make the nuclear bomb destroy ourselves, we're sent down to a lower level. It's kind of like going down to a lower level of consciousness in hopes of like uh, an evolutionary mulligan, to where you know you've made these mistakes, so go back and try not to make them again and if so then you can come back this way but if you continue to make it you move lower and lower that's uh, absolutely absolutely and uh you know we we as a race have have free will and we've misused this free will over the centuries and look look at our history it's not a it's a very tainted history and so the opportunities that are being given today have not been given from for centuries before so the 
because the evolution of the planet is being speeded up uh, at the same time the evolution of mankind will be speeded up and uh things are already happening now there's proof that the 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 things are being uh speeding up one thing that's noticeable now uh, people people say it's global warming it's got nothing to do with global yeah. warming no carbon emissions it one thing like that's already happening energy. now because of the uh, vibrations of mother earth being raised is that the uh the ice the ice caps are, are, are melting and um in in some transmissions in the 50s and 60s the cosmic masters predicted that the ice caps would melt and that there will be uh there will be flooding to some countries and the and the weather patterns are also changing because uh what's going to happen in the future there will be ambient weather there won't be four seasons like winter you know uh spring summer fall there'll be a more ambient temperature like they have maybe in hawaii uh throughout the year and so um so you can you're seeing a tremendous amount of changes in the weather and that's all actually very beneficial for the earth now of course you know mankind. things like um earthquakes and cyclones and fires and and all that hmm. we again uh, back when when we were on maldek we we were able to control the weather because hmm. we were uh, we were we had the ability to control our minds and uh, one aspect of 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 terrestrial man is that a lot of these really bad weather conditions we created by sending our uh, hatred and jealousies and spite uh, the the energy emanations from our own minds uh to the uh the higher uh, um uh nature spirits who manipulate these energies and are forced by law to create these weather conditions so if we start raising our vibrations and one thing that you'll see immediately is a tremendous uh um decrease in a lot of these violent uh weather conditions because we're all responsible for the, for the weather believe it or not no that's that's very interesting well you know you change if if it's if it's all a matter of energy you affect the energy around you therefore you affect all the energy around everything um it's it stands to reason that it's going to affect the atmosphere as well and and therefore how it responds to everything else weather yeah we're, we're all it's all you're right and uh you know i think uh, uh mike mike summed it up we, we are we all and we're all in an energy matrix it's 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 more about energy than it is about the physical uh, matter and uh you know as, as as a race we're all interconnected on an energy level as one race and so you know you know dr king mentioned if you kill somebody it will bring down the vibration of the whole race that one that one little bit and if you raise or heal somebody it will raise the vibrations so um we have to get into the collective now and not think about not think about our family our town our country but with the whole world i mean of course our family our town and our country are very important but we also have to think on no, now on a global scale and think of us now as as a race of human beings helping other human beings and you know in this in the 60s dr king made himself very pop, unpopular one one thing that he he said as a teacher he said that if you want to if you want to know the truth then you have to speak the truth and one thing that he 
he always made a solemn pledge before his creator that every time he would get on a platform, uh, he will tell the truth. And it cost him a lot. It cost him a lot of money, cost him popularity. Uh, one aspect of popularity that cost him, he, he said, well, in the 60s, he said, well, you're, you're just as close to the communist Chinese as you are to your children. Didn't make him very popular. Yeah, that, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't like the fact that I'm way. just as close to a terrorist than I am to my, you know, to my kin. But that's the reality of it. On an evolutionary um, scale, absolutely. Uh, that's the reality. If you look at on even on a scientific level, as on a vibrational sequence, that you know, if if we all vibrate as as human beings, we have to be part of of this one whole consciousness. It sounds to me like we could take a very big page out of the book of this common ant. Just a, they all... All for the colony. All for one goal. Yeah. And look at what they can accomplish. They There is more of them everywhere than anything else. Well, if you think about... I mean, if you think about that, they know exactly what realm and exactly where they stand as a species as opposed to us... Not to pass blame, but we have been fed a bowl full of bullshit for a number of decades and centuries. In fact, have histories erased, Mm -hmm. um, have facts hidden from us to make us believe that we are on this single plane of existence as opposed to the fact that we feel on one plane of existence. However, we are a part of many different realms of existence. And if we as a species knew or I guess acknowledge that came to terms with the fact that we are the ants in this equation, I think that our species would benefit from that. Humility is a powerful, powerful lesson or teacher. And it's and, the refusal uh, of that. Yeah, and we, we have been led to believe, once again, not passing blame, we're all douchebags. However, um, we have been led to believe that we are the superior race because we're the only That's race. Pure hubris. And that is incredibly arrogant. And so when the universe comes around with the backhand of truth and slaps us across the face with the alien race that is, or the, the beings that are out there that are truly uh, the alpha males, if you will, um, we're in some trouble well, as a, we got to Like you said, we're going to come to terms with that real fucking fast. As far as um, there's going to be people that are going to get on board and realize, holy shit, I have been wrong. And then you're going to have other people that are going to fight this. And it's They're going to fight it because they the can't acknowledge trait. it. And they don't want to admit that we are the low man on the totem pole. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing hanging us up is the fact yeah. that we're not willing to admit that we're not the best. Do you, I mean, just using the, the metaphor of look of trying to be like the ants. Uh, I mean, think about that. It, you ever heard the term you're as low as an ant. You're just an ant insignificant, nothing, things like that. We're even just trained just on that to think less of that behavior. Yeah. To look down on to others. Don't species. be sheep. Don't go with the herd. Do your yeah. own thing. Think, contradictory thoughts be uh, you know stand for what you want which to a degree is great provided it's for the right cause sure but when it's you know you have this thought to go and murder this guy and they're like yeah go with what you feel <laughs> it's you know, 
Not well, really I have to agree with you guys. Over over the many many centuries, we've been molded like clay. Uh, we've been engineered for wars, uh, uh, which have made you know the elite very very rich. Um, and 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 we are pawns in in uh, in the hands of a few even right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the spiritual masters that came uh, to this to this world. Uh, were not of this were, were not of this world and um you know you talk about politics the the cosmic masters say that all polit- all politics on on they, they, they say it's a standing joke in the solar system is the political system on earth mm-hmm. not talking about any particular country it's a but joke just the whole political too. system yeah it's uh, yeah <laughs> um, it's a joke you know here too. Yeah. it's a joke uh, because you know it's it's again uh, causing division and yeah. one party saying uh, pulling down the other party and no politician has ever has ever created uh, any kind of lasting peace it's all it's all probably ended up in some kind of bloody battlefield um so um democracy the you know some some of the interplanetary masters that came on that that came on this earth were, were um were uh came in in very mysterious circumstances and the cosmic masters have mentioned some of these interplanetary masters spiritual masters that came uh one was the was the lord krishna uh who they say was plant was fr- from the planet saturn uh another was the lord buddha uh they said that when the lord buddha was born uh, five disc-shaped objects were seen above the palace when he was born and when he died five disc shapes objects were seen ab- uh, above where he died um another interplanetary master was the master jesus um the um uh, 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 this time it was only one sighting where uh um especially uh, a special uh spacecraft from the planet saturn just before his birth uh, hovered over the stable uh, it's been referred to in the bible as the star of bethlehem mm-hmm. and introduced the uh, a venusian uh, incarnation on this planet and other people made a like- sighting recently didn't it the star of bethlehem wasn't that uh, just a few months ago what is the big deal with cbd and will it really work for me hi this is ben with clarkston cbd company cbd has certainly made a big impact and can sound too good to be true let us show you how cbd really works and can help your body work for itself we specialize in cbd come in today or call ahead for pickup or delivery 208-790-8226 clarkston cbd company 408th street across from walmart stay healthy yeah didn't they say well it was uh they they said it was because saturn was going to be as close to us as it's ever been wasn't it wasn't that yeah i mean talk about scientific rubbish about a star hovering over the you know yeah right over the stable and leading the three wise men and they said it's a star i mean how 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 impossible is that i mean right it's it's just it's just ridiculous to line up and so uh at that point this ufo was actually uh was actually a space craft that hovered over the over the planet uh, over the stable and so these great masters interplanetary masters were were were, were born uh in uh, you know uh and gave their teachings and if you look at most of the religious teachings of the world they're pretty much the same yeah I, they're just, they're all given just to, different yeah, interpretations. They, they, they say do good heal pray you know and and it, they were just brought into different yeah just uh, uh, different, different races different uh historical times but they're pretty much all the same and so um how many people 
I mean, Dr. King said he said that the greatest political speech ever made on the on this planet was a sermon of Sermon on the Mount. And how many people actually Christian or, or Buddhist or you know even the Orthodox religions actually follow really follow uh, these masters? And yeah. you know again, re religion is another uh, is, has been another venue which has caused tremendous amount of murder and pilferage oh, yeah. in the name of you know uh, in the name of belief. And so this is not what they wanted. So. What I want to let your listeners know is that there's another fantastic uh, thing that's going to happen, which will give everybody great hope, is that in the not too distant future, when 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 things are going to get really bad, the financial systems are probably going to collapse, and things are just going to get more from worse from worse to worse. Uh, there will be another Messiah. Or another master who will come to this earth oh. um, and now uh, dr. King described this next master he won't be he won't be born in mystery like the master Jesus or Buddha or Krishna and there won't be any any doubt about who this master is because he is gonna land openly in a spacecraft and uh, he will approach the earth leaders. He will, he's going to be about seven feet tall in a single garment, a silvery garment, and he will approach the earth leaders and produce his credentials. He will be a spiritual master. But again, he, what Dr. King said, his powers are going to be so advanced mentally, physically, uh, his knowledge is going to be so broad that he will have greater power than that of the combined military might of all the armies oh, and that's okay. another prophecy that's going to happen in the near future and uh, he he will tell mankind either you know either you change or you leave now he's not going to come as a dictator he's not going to kill anybody he's a spiritual master but he will show powers of telekinesis uh, that Moses you know, parting the Red Sea mm -hmm. would be just a, just you know, a, a little toy thing for him. A mere party um, trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he will he will have Doctor King described like he could do, maybe like, like move real estate like the Statue of Liberty from New York to the other side of California with his mind. Oh, That's okay. the kind of power this master will will be given, and will demonstrate these powers. So that's something that we as a race will witness because we're not going to, we will, we will be reincarnated back onto the earth and that day is coming. When it's coming, it's a predetermined time, but it's, it won't be in the, in the not too, it will be in the, in the not too distant future. So that's something that's going to occur as well. So I have to ask you, Wajid, I have to ask you about your previous UFO experiences in your book, you mention how uh, from the time that you were a youngster, what, about eight? You've been having uh, sightings and experiences with uh, cosmic beings? Well, you know, um, again, I, I wrote the book primarily because I want people to know that these, there's an urgency going on right now. Uh, I, had no, I had no desire to relate my experiences, but at the same time, um, I kept most of those to myself because I didn't think it was anybody's business. Pro also, I probably 
you know probably people think i'm a would probably think i was a wacko anyway but uh yeah i mean i could psychically see uh, a flying saucer land when i was seven in the school schoolyard on a different level of, uh, of vibration and i could clearly see it land uh, uh on the school ground and then when i was 18 uh um when i was living in london i had a um i had a premonition a psychic premonition that i had to go somewhere and i had to be at this particular place uh, at midnight uh on a, on, a, on on a particular date and so um i ignored it and then on, on the third day i i couldn't ignore it anymore so i uh, i got a map of, of england and i traced i traced it with my fi with my fingers using psychometry and and figured out where i had to be it was a place near um uh, Salisbury in, in, in England, close to Stonehenge, a place called Clearwater. And mentally I received these, uh, this um, impulse that I had to be at that particular place at midnight on that particular day. So, uh, so I took the bus to Salisbury on that Friday night and uh, I, um, I got there and, and I, I, I walked down these country lanes for two, three miles. And then exactly at midnight, I, um, I hopped this fence over at this farm, farm, farmyard. And as I looked up, uh, this disc-shaped object came over the sky uh, from, uh, from south to north. And then that was around midnight. And then I, I waited because I knew something was going to happen. And then at one thirty in the morning, another disc-shaped object came from the other other side, from west to east, and and flew by me. And that, to me, um, showed a sign of a cross. To mm -hmm. me, it symbolized a sign of a cross. Now, the cross is 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 something that's way way. Uh, it's a, it's a uh, spiritual uh, symbol that was used way before Christianity. Yeah, I was going to say um, it's not it, the Christians kind of kind of stole that symbology, but uh, is that the right word? Symbology doesn't sound right, but I'm going to say it anyways. But uh, the yeah, symbol, but it's, but a, it's, a, it's a very it's a very significant symbol. Yeah. Uh, 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 the the cross is a very spiritual symbol, and. Um, then at three o'clock in the morning, I stood my ground, and this finally this larger spacecraft came over and hovered over where I was on this field, and this beam of energy came down through me, and I felt I fell into this state of like mystic uh, ecstasy. I didn't know where I was, and I, I I just felt this beautiful beam of spiritual energy coming through me for a while. And then the spacecraft silently moved away. And to me, it was a sign. I, I kind of had a mental rapport that, th you know, that these people, it, 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 it bought, it, I don't know, it just, it proved to me that the, the, the people who man these spacecraft are very caring, spiritual, advanced beings. And, and, the, and the kind of message that I got from that experience was they, they totally know everything about us and they they're waiting for us to rise and become part of the family again and you know on this earth when people are in power they'll hold on to power they, they won't want the masses to have any power 
but these cosmic masters are so advanced and they know that where where we were at one time they want us to rejoin the cosmic family and become part of them and that's the difference between the cosmic masters and and terrestrial power hungry leaders is that they they don't want to they want to hold on to their power and what the cosmic masters are saying is come back and join the cosmic family because they love us and they've loved us for millions of years and they really care about us with a kind of love that it's very hard to describe but uh, they just look at us as erring children and uh, they have this cosmic patience which i for me is is very hard to understand but again that was a genuine experience that i had i kept it to myself i, I don't think it was anybody's business and uh, it was a personal experience of mine but i felt i had to write it in the book to let people know that yes these things happen and these beings do actually exist so in in now you mentioned the craft when you were earlier was um basically like on a different realm so you were in tune with it uh no this was actually physical oh so it was physical in both cases the one, the one i saw in the school ground was on a different realm okay. this was actually on a physical realm this was actually uh, this was not a psychic apparition yeah this was actually a physical craft two physical craft and then a third larger craft it wasn't okay. a psychic apparition oh, whatsoever. Okay. it was a real physical spacecraft well you know that's what i wanted to ask you about you know first of all stunning okay everything i just this is incredible the fact that uh just i love how it ties together it interweaves yeah, all these different beliefs and faiths and facts together in a nice little quilt of knowledge and uh and it's it's beautiful so i i just i love it it's like uh, it's like cosmic poetry but i wonder i have a bunch of questions of course um from your book but i mean we literally went through i had a whole bunch of shit written down that i was going to ask you about and you literally covered every single inch of it so now i'm left with saint peter wajidis from mars what what <laughs> Uh, Tell uh, me, Saint, please. Well, again, you know, um, uh, Saint Peter um, uh, was actually um, the, the the Master Jesus and Saint Peter actually spoke through our Master uh, through um, uh, th through uh, the cosmic transmissions and uh, the whole the whole thing about the Master Jesus and Saint Peter and his disciples. This whole thing was was actually planned centuries before the master jesus was even supposed to was even even came to earth and and don't believe this this thing that you know jesus being the one and only son of god and he came to you know uh take our sins away that's all rubbish um the the whole thing was set up there was actually um uh this whole thing was was planned centuries ago where the master jesus actually planned his own death he came to earth to die to actually uh stop uh, a particular um, uh, catastrophe that that was due on Earth at that time. He didn't come to save our sins, because karmically nobody can save our sins except, uh, you know, who, who forgive our sins except ourselves. It's, it's impossible to for somebody to to forgive our sins. We have to make our own amends. We have to make our own 
uh, effort to to evolve ourselves and 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 dispel the past that we have. But but this was a master plan, and the the crucifixion was actually staged um, by by Jesus. Uh, it was actually um, it was done by a very evil black magician uh, on the other realms who actually. Uh, planned this crucifixion and Jesus apparently fell into this trap so-called trap and he impressed the minds of the rabble and and, and the Rome and the Romans and caused the crucifixion of Jesus but what uh, but, but but Jesus knew exactly that he was he did he did plan to come and die on the cross but what he did when he was on the cross he managed to raise her uh, Kundalini on the high so like on 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 the highest level possible and and sent a tremendous amount of spiritual energy on when while he was on the cross and saved earth from a, a terrible catastrophe and they also proved another uh, truth that there is no such thing as death because after his death he ascended and came back in an ascended physical body and actually based on the the uh the research that dr king did he stay he actually stayed on earth for uh, about 600 years traveling to different places around so uh he, he disproved the fact that there is such thing as death there is no such thing as death there's just change so um i think uh saint peter was also energy. part of the plan as well as some of the disciples and this was planned years you know centuries before it actually uh, happened it was all the whole thing was was all set up and um Yes, the Saint Peter is actually uh, an interplanetary uh, a master from the planet Mars, and he uh, some of the transmissions uh, that have come through Doctor King in the early fifties. Uh, Saint Peter came through, and and uh, uh, he, he even talked about the crucifixion, and he talked about that that the that the Earth is also due for a, a rude awakening demanding by its karma and uh he talked about the next master coming as well in these transmissions so um you know truth truth is sometimes even greater than than science fiction sometimes truth is is so advanced that science fiction can't even cope with it and when 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 the truth like saint peter or master jesus coming saint peter coming from mars and master jesus come from venus is introduced to the masses who have been brainwashed by dogma over the centuries it's going to cause a tremendous amount of of, of uh, i mean when dr king mentioned that the master jesus was going to speak through through him uh, he gave a series of uh, transmissions called the Twelve Blessings, which were an extension of this of the Sermon of the Mount. At that time, his life was threatened. The Christian Church, when uh, they tried to they tried to break into his apartment, and so the, a lot of uh, really negative things were thrown at him. And so, what what the Yogi Master says today, uh, the people, the the scientists, or, or, the, or the basic dogma. Uh, recognized maybe two three hundred years down the road so these truths being introduced right now is causing a tremendous amount of of you know and, and i deliberately put in saint peter as an interplanetary master and it's something that i'm not here to convert anybody i'm not here to tell 
uh, people to to uh, to believe what I say. I say do your own research, uh, and the greatest. And I also I also uh, said in my book that the, the the greatest lie detector that was ever built uh, is your intuition, and learn to train your intuition, and that still small voice will tell you what's right or wrong, and it's up to you to decide. So, um, yeah, this, uh, you know, it, it's, um, uh, these are true. I, I think you summed it up, Ben, that some of the things that I've, that I, uh, that I've talked about tonight uh, does, you know, meshing and 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 it does it does actually uh the certain aspects of ufos that people don't understand this part of religions that people don't understand there's different aspects and and i put it in a nutshell of what's actually really happening and, and i'm really pleased that you agree with me oh i look man truth is truth you can you can wrap it up uh, however you want and you can uh, that's the biggest thing that I think in my journey of discovery and looking into all this shit is there are so many layers of truth to this and through those layers everybody slaps a new sticker on it to make it look like something but it's all the same thing so when you when you start to peel away those layers and realize that it is all just one big picture and all we're looking at at one moment is a very zoomed in view of one section and that as you zoom out here and there and your perspective grows your your mind expands a little bit you're seeing more of the picture but there's still you're not to the borders yet there's still more picture to go and so that's as you know as we've zoomed out and been like oh but this oh but this and so no i i agree with you in the way that there's so much potential from just the concept that energy dictates so much of what we do and what we are that that fact alone, that fact alone that we don't even we can't even begin to understand the different levels and layers of different energies that should tell us that we have no goddamn clue what is really out there until we start to expand our minds more and more and more. And when you talk about truth, um, you know, when, it, when are we going to know the truth, Wajid? I mean, is, is, there, a, is there an encyclopedia of, of crazy facts that we can go to to look at? Is there, or is it, is it just your intuition that you have to look into these things and you have to let it guide you to the truth and just know this is truth? Or is there an established place that we can go to that this is it? Or can I just e everybody email you? Well, the the thing is, um, um, I think I think for centuries the truth has been hidden from the masses, and the time has come now where, like what I'm saying, has to be not only not only t talk to you and and your listeners. This, you know, uh, just like John the Baptist talked about the Master Jesus coming to earth. You know, some of us have. Uh, you know, I've gone out our way now to let the masses know that this is what's gonna, this is the truth. This is what's going to happen, and I think the whole planet needs to know this. Every every man, woman, and child needs to know what's happening. 
uh, now and 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 make preparations for the future because that's how important I think this message is and it's not for any one particular race one particular country it's for the whole world and I think uh, avenues are being opened up uh, I don't think I could talk like this in the 50s or 60s I'd be laughed at <laughs> uh, but people's people's minds are are, are actually um, the uh, the influence the the spiritual renaissance is actually opening up people's minds people's people are are actually more open now to the truth and things that that seem in in the early 60s and and 50s as like you know rubbish is now being explored because science is also advancing as well yeah. so the concept of of scientific aspects of these ufos not only on a scientific level, but on a spiritual level, is also being understood. So this message has to go out to the whole world, and it's meant for the whole world. That you know, and and as far as the truth is concerned, I believe that my master uh, was a genuine contact. Well, actually, one one aspect that really impressed me uh, that he was a genuine contactee was that um, uh, in some of the transmissions. Uh, the cosmic masses would say would say three weeks in advance certain sightings that would occur over like Australia, New Zealand, um, America, and you know they had to stop that because three weeks before, and then later on these sightings would occur, but they had to stop that because the military started scrambling uh, uh, aircraft to go and could go chase these UFOs and destroy them, uh, so they had to stop that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the mentality that we have here, you know. Well, I was just going to ask you that. That's a perfect segue into. I was going to ask you about the Pentagon's announcement of uh, potentially possessing crafts not of this world, and then the Tic Tac videos, the gimbal video. Have you seen? Have you seen all those? What's your take on all that? The the David Favor stuff of him, uh, basically them chasing around this craft. That uh, are you familiar with all that? Yeah, I mean, I saw that video, the Pentagon video. Um, uh, you know, again, what really blows my mind, uh, Ben and uh, and Mike, is like uh, a few years ago, these uh, retired generals, um, they were based in Colorado, uh, came on C CNN, and they mentioned that uh, um, that UFOs were seen uh, over a nuclear military site. They 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 physically saw these UFOs come and put a beam on these uh, nuclear silos. Oh yeah, and neutralize yep. these uh, these uh, atomic weapons. Yeah, I was going to bring now, that up. Now you think you'd think that the whole world would stand up and go, oh, my God, these no are right. these especially trained, retired military them. generals who are saying these things happen. And then the media goes, oh, Beyonce has a new album, and everybody <laughs> yeah. like runs over. <laughs> Beyonce's got a new album. Yeah. Oh, hey, and yeah. and something like that is like the most earth-shattering, extra-terrestrial yeah. thing I've ever come across in my life. These men, these men are not idiots. These these are especially these trained military generals who are on CNN saying that they physically saw this, and and what do we do? We just continue carrying on as like nothing happened, and so you know this mentality has to change now, and it I think it's deliberately manufactured. Um, the little green man. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've seen a UFO, you're a weirdo, <laughs> um, you know, and and everything's debunked because they. 
one transmission I put in the book was from was from a cosmic master master to sixty. He said, he says flying saucers are real. Flying saucers are friendly. Your government knows this. So NASA, this government, most of the governments of the world know that the cosmic masters exist. Mm-hmm. They know that the advanced technology exists. Um, they there's this like uh, red red flag or the masses are not ready for it because if the masses knew that there's that there's powers in the skies that are not that that are not only spiritually but could take over this planet if they wanted in 15 minutes and and are actually spiritual and don't want to harm anybody and want us to rise what do you think we'll turn to we won't turn to the to the leaders of the world. Yeah. The leaders of the world have been approached by the cosmic masters, and and they've turned them down. So the cosmic masters are reaching now to the masses, to the to me, you, and everybody else on the street, and and let it let, letting them know that they exist and they want to help, and 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 these these are end of times, and we have to make a move. And as far as uh, alien taking alien uh, technology i'm not an expert at that but um uh you know there, there was the, the the incident in roswell uh, again i'm not an expert on roswell but it could have been it could have been a craft uh um that was maybe because um, the cosmic masters use drones mm. and androids themselves so it could have been a craft that had androids uh those little you know uh robotic androids that they sometimes use mm. so that could be a, a possibility yeah. uh, as far as them using reverse technology again uh, I, I i think uh that's kind of hard push because i don't think that with the with the kind of knowledge scientific knowledge that the cosmic masters have i don't think they'd go out their way to reveal that because because we would use it in a wrong way and you know they said they said to us in the transmission, they said, look, you're asking for a sign from us. How about you as a race, give us a sign? <laughs> yeah, Why don't you exactly. stop your wars? Why don't you reach out to us? And if you show that you have, you come in peace, we'll openly land. They're not, they're not stupid. They're not going to land right now because the first thing that they'll do is somebody will throw, maybe throw a hydrogen bomb at them. Exactly. Try mm-hmm. to destroy them. So they're too advanced to land right now. You know, yeah. we're the kids. They're, they're, they're the senior, they're, they're, they're the wise senior people up on the skies. So they'll land when we're ready for them to land, you know? Yeah. We have to make the move. I think it's extremely funny for a culture that bases all of our interpretation on 90% body language that we haven't <laughs> been able to decipher that specific occasion where they neutralized the nukes instead of detonating them. Well, you know, going back to the way that they muddy the waters of making it seem like, like you said, if you saw UFO, you're crazy. Um, The conspiracy theorist idea, you know, how they coined that. And it's really interesting. They've been doing this for a really long time. Me and Mike have brought this up in several different episodes of it's amazing how astronauts who are the pinnacle of... um, civilization to go into they're the chosen few to go into space the eyes and the ears of the cosmos and then they come back and tell us what they've seen and you have a bunch of scientists go no 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 that's ice 
Right. Like, you know, like, well, well hold these on a second. These people are truly You train these rattled. guys for decades to do exactly this. To kn- You're telling me that they don't know what ice looks like in space? That's, what the fuck? Of course they're going to know the that. the same thing for me. Yeah, they come down and so rattled and shaken looking. Yeah. And these people are prepared to die on reentry. Yeah. They have made that piece, and yet they're that rattled like holy shit everything we knew was not and that's just that's a very very low level in my opinion a very very low level indication as to what's going on is you have the supposedly the world's elite going up into the not elite in the bad way as we you know but the the elite of humanity going into space like i said to be the eyes and the ears and we and, and we're told to discredit them when they get back because oh well they were under a lot of pressure and uh and they they clearly were seeing spots because of this and and it's like you, these guys are put through mental and physical duress it doesn't stop During the military training. from debriefing them, getting every yeah, word, exactly. every indication. They want all that knowledge so they feel they're reputable enough to document, but yeah. not for the public to believe. So this whole, uh, that leads me to uh, the whole COVID relief bill section of disclosure, Wajid. Are we going <laughs> to see disclosure in the next, uh, what, I guess it was 180 days. I don't know how many days ago, but... Uh, December twenty seventh or whatever, but what do you think? Are you thinking well, we're that close uh, to disclosure? Back 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 in the back in the sixties, the Cosmic Masters warned uh, of a, uh, a a virulent virus that was that was being that was coming out of the east. Believe it or not, uh, that was back in the sixties, and they said that this particular virus was going to have devastating consequences and kill millions of people. And this transmission was given through Dr. King. So what Dr. King did, he arranged uh, uh, prayer circles, energy energy release circles uh, around the world with these different headquarters, and people were pumping out spiritual energy. Uh, and it, and uh, on top of that, he manipulated his uh, spiritual energy himself, which actually stopped this uh, particular virulent uh, virus. Uh, uh, vir- a flu virus that was that was coming from the east and they actually stopped it so um during covid um again i won't go into the conspiracy aspect of it because i don't really know the conspiracy aspect of it but um one thing that you know i I belong to dr king's organization the ethereum society and if you want to know more about the truth um you can always go to on dr king's website which which i put in the book which is uh uh, theories.org a-e-t-h-e-r-i-u-s dot o-r-g uh, because I've just skimmed this, I've just skimmed over what's really you know some of the some of the deeper teachings I haven't even gone gone into that and some of the cosmic transmissions so people can do their own research on that and uh, what, what I joined was a, a group of people um, uh, and and you know, we joined in prayer circles, and we, we were actually doing it every day, uh, people from over 50 countries, and, and we send out uh, healing energies to offset COVID. We've been doing that since COVID started, and if people want to join into the, on these energy circles, uh, they can do so. There's a, a website they can go to called uh, 12blessings.org, the 12 being a number, uh, numerical, and, and we've been pumping our energy to help offset uh, COVID. Um, uh, I think 
I think COVID is just a minimum aspect of what's really happening. I think COVID will go away. I think the vaccine eventually, and again, you know, people have their own thoughts about it. Um, my brother's an, uh, an MD. He has his own clinic. He's been fighting COVID. He's been in the front line. So he knows, I know pretty well that it's it's it's, it's something that's actually very, very real. Um, so COVID eventually will go away. Um, but but the continuing the, the the problems these endless wars, the pollution, the overpopulation, the economic uh, um, um, imbalance where the rich are getting richer and the poor are just getting more poorer. You know they say for every millionaire there's millions who, who can't eat tonight. Yeah, and you know. Uh, you know, uh, racial division, uh, division between religions, all these things are, are continuing. And so uh, on top of COVID, we have to address those issues, the climate change. Uh, all these issues have to be addressed uh, long after COVID is gone. And the world is going to continue to stay in turmoil until we start waking up and accept this spiritual renaissance that's occurring now with external pressures astrologically and with the mother earth raising and we have to change change those conditions so yeah um yeah covid again it was a terrible blot on mankind and uh it's probably going to have uh repercussions for maybe another couple of years to come i'm sure Well, it's a symptom of the times, my friend, a symptom of the times. Like you said, we are in a existential crisis as as a species, and uh, we got to get our shit together. I have a question. Uh... Okay. So Before, hold that. Hold that question, Mike, because I was I was gonna tell you oh. when you talked about yeah. Just hold that question because I, I was gonna uh, also talk about you know the astronauts where yeah yes the on these Apollo missions they 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 were followed by UFOs as they went to the moon. Yep. They saw UFOs hovering over them when they were on the moon, mm-hmm. and they were followed back by flying saucers, mm-hmm. and they were discredited. It's you know again that's the red tape. So anyway, I'll go back to you. Which I think is funny on on that topic in specific is we went there, they were followed, and then we stopped going there. Yeah, we stopped like that. That's their indicator of why put. They probably saw the space station that was there. Oh yeah, you know it, man. The one that they're saying they're going to build now, uh, (laughs) and then they're going to now. Me and Mike have talked that about that before. I said all they're going to do, they're going to throw a fresh coat of paint on it you know cover up oh, the uh, the, the 70s orange that they originally painted it on get rid of the shag carpet and be like oh look it's a brand new facility you fucking liars we know better okay so back to actually, my question. actually dr king dr okay. king projected in the 50s and there was actually on the other side of the moon uh the uh the oh. cosmic masters actually had their own uh, space station there uh, so maybe they saw remnants of that was, as well. You never know. It was George ahead, King, Doctor George King. Was was Doctor King? Uh, did he ever talk to you about meeting anybody uh, from the CIA to astral project uh, to look 
on things uh, like the moon? Uh, no, he was he was never approached by the CIA. I think that the CIA did their own experimentations, and there was, in fact, um, there there was a scientific group in England when Dr. King uh, mentioned that there was an interplanetary uh, space station uh, on the moon. Mm. Uh, one this particular scientific group uh, actually uh, managed to uh, get one of their. I don't know how they did it. Maybe maybe psychedelics or whatever but the guy actually projected himself on the moon and he also saw the space station see that so might that be was, who uh, i was thinking of i was wondering if that was your master or not mm. uh but no, my, it wasn't a master but it was a scientific group and they they did verify what the what, what dr king said earlier that there was a space station on the mm. moon interplanetary space station and this guy also said when he projected to the moon that yes there was a uh, there was a space station um I, I, yeah. I think when dr king was in england and it's been files have been released now that he you know um i think the uh, the cia in england is the, the, their version is i think called mi5 inner yeah mi5 interpol and stuff. mi5 and uh he they 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 actually scoped dr king for years because you know he would get on the platform and talk about anti uh you know, uh, against the hydrogen bomb. Mm -hmm. So he, they thought he was like a communist or something, you know, planted. So they kind of, they kind of followed him uh, for a number of years, but he stood his ground. Okay. And, and my original question, uh, back to the COVID thing, uh, how you like individually, your mood is supposed to affect your general health. Uh, in your belief with this being, uh, we should all be in this one connected thing. Does that mean if the mood of say all of humanity here would all be dropping, could that affect, I know you're saying that it affects the weather. Could that affect the general health of the total population as well? Not unlike oh, it synapsis of oh, your has individual to. body. It, it, yeah, it has to, um, you know, the, the one thing that people need to understand is uh, Dr. King, also talked about the law of karma the action reaction is opposite and equal so if we were if we were evolved to a certain level of spiritual uh, advancement then covid would never have even existed mm -hmm. because we'd you know? all be in the one general thought process yeah covid wouldn't wouldn't have even even manifested so again the manifestation of covid is again is our own fault um so um you know and and so by sending energy out which we've been doing for is is to change that karmic balance is to try to raise um you know spiritual energy can cure anything um i mean the greatest healer on this planet was the master jesus he could raise the dead and he just used spiritual energy uh you know he could make the, he could heal the lepers and these things again that we think were only for a few dr king came out with a book back in 1975 called you to can heal where he said that uh, any man woman and child even animal on this planet can send healing and and heal people and so um we see that you know this healing energy now. this power this i'm sorry oh i said we see it with a lot of animals now like uh the support animals and stuff that are around for people to help with their depression and stuff yeah and so on a collective if we send out this uh, love energy l-o-v-e on a, on a higher it's 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 l-o-v on a higher energy level uh it can cure disease it can stop wars 
uh, it, it can stop earthquakes. So this is a one energy, which is which which again uh, is used regularly on the higher higher planetary uh, civilizations, but unfortunately is not used on Earth the way it's supposed to be used. And once we start changing and start sending this energy, which we're supposed to, you know, come back to the natural laws that we're supposed to do, it's not something that we, you know, that we're commissioned to do. It's something that we have to do just as a, as a, as a, just as a normal human being. It's, it's our divine uh, heritage to be sending out energy light. Not only is to help others but also to evolve ourselves because mm. again we came here to evolve and raise our consciousness we didn't we didn't come here to suffer mm -hmm. and the majority of the suffering again has been because we're not sending out this spiritual energy unselfishly we're just pretty much self-centered and thinking about ourselves mm -hmm. and uh, living in our cocoons and it's caused a lot of misery and suffering you know medically speaking uh if you want to turn this into an already known science is the power of placebo has been demonstrated i mean i'm not i'm not uh, comparing a placebo to uh, uh energy that is capable of healing other people however if you think about it of just our minds being able to convince they've seen curative results in placebos oh, yeah. curative yes. to the point where people thinking they're taking a cure of something are actually able to convince themselves that they're that they're cured and so therefore you are healing yourself with the power of your mind so if you push that if you if you create an energy that now um, takes that exact same principle but goes beyond yourself now into another individual your environment your world your universe um, that concept is that you can channel healing energy from yourself which has been scientifically proven to be possible now to um, something bigger and greater than yourself so certainly um, I, I think, once again, it's the limitation of science that we know of that puts this cap on, well, you know, you can convince yourself you can heal yourself, but that's as far as it goes. Well, you know, as opposed to women that think they're pregnant or truly believe they're pregnant, their bodies will swell up and act pregnant, yeah. but they are not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it's a tr it's, we have, we just, you know, Dr. King said we only use probably 10% of our brain, our mind. Uh, not even 10%. Mm -hmm. So there's there's 90% that's not even known about the brain and the mind and the power of the mind. And so, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't condone medicine. I think medicine is very important. You know, if you if you break your arm, you know, you, and, and, you know, you suddenly healing healing is not going to fix your arm. You have to put a splint on it. But mm -hmm. what healing will do was once the split is put in and the bone is set, it will accelerate the healing. So I think medicine and healing go hand in hand. Uh, again, it's important to go back to the natural aspects. I mean, when my mother was growing up in in Pakistan as a as a child, um, they didn't have modern medicine. They went to a hakim. A hakim was a herbalist, and a herbalist would would recommend different herbs for different for the same kind of things that we pop pills for today, and would cure the same thing. So, going back to natural medicine, like uh, like herbs, uh, acupuncture. Um, you know, light healing is something that hasn't been looked into. Homeopathy, uh, spiritual healing, you know, uh, 
and and even the study of yoga if you do yoga properly with the hatha yoga exercises the breathing exercises the mantra the repetition that also is very very beneficial for the human body because these are natural natural energies that we naturally use so um that's that's another thing the new that the science in the in, in the new age will be more geared toward natural uh, uh, medicines remedies as as opposed to modern medicines which some of these pills had like 20 side effects yeah I, and, I've seen and, those commercials I'm like what am I trying to cure again by the end of yeah, it? They they fixed one thing and they got 20 other things going going wrong with them so um, that science is very very not that not that I'm again condoning pills some pills are very important but they 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 don't have that natural cure that natural medicine does as well. So all these things will be incorporated and need to be incorporated as well. Well, absolutely. I'll tell you what. Here's what I took away from your book, Wajid, as you've pointed out numerous times. It's a message of hope. Uh, it's a message that um, there is a lot more out there for us to uncover and that what like you said you got to do your own research use your intuition your your um your whatever you want to call it universe given talent to be able to discern lies from truth and we have to tap into that instead of being fed um, what other people think we should know and do um, it's really about being one with yourself and the energy that fuels you and um, and you know and I want to throw this out there which this is something we have not touched on you fucking clown climbed Mount Kilimanjaro? I mean, come on, dude. We haven't even talked about that. Jesus, you're you're an all-around badass. Not or not only are you a, a, a meditation guru and a powerful being, but you you you're a climber. Let's go into this. Come on, accomplished. I'm just Wajid, man. Yes. No guru. No, you know. Uh, none of this swami and all this no all you don't like stuff, titles you know. that's the message i am wajid i love it man. as but, i like uh, that yeah kilimanjaro like was just uh, oh my god i bet if uh it, it was it's probably the closest i've been to god in my life because i nearly died <laughs> yeah what, what was that about that's the uh, tallest it's, it's, down there it's right? such a tough climb yeah it's a, such a tough climb mentally and physically you know, um, yeah, just to oh be my God, it took five and a half up. days and, you know, just ill and high altitude and about 50% make it. But, but it was, it was probably the, the most incredible, uh, experience I've ever had in my life. And, you know, one night, you know, we, I was, we were, we were halfway up the mountain and, uh, you know, I, I I got out of my tent and I looked up in, into the sky and there was just complete silence. And all I could see was these this cloud, which I thought was a cloud, turned out to be the Milky Way. Mm. And it was just so profound. And I wrote about that in the book where I just, it just, I was so close to my creator or the divine, just being up there in the mountain away from people and i think something is something everybody needs to do everybody needs to go to nature get away from civilization take a break and and just go within and you know hang around nature and and uh and you know spiritualize yourself go within get some get some rest and then go back into 
back into humanity and serve. But uh, those things are very important. Um, but Kilimanjaro is is a, is, is also um, a, a retreat for uh, the spiritual hierarchy of Earth, mm. which is referred to as the Great White Brotherhood. White not being any particular race, um, the white being the white energy light. But um, there there are retreats of these of this uh, mysterious. Uh, uh, um, hierarchy called this Great White Brother, who 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 have been around for centuries, they don't openly, they don't openly um, um, come amongst mankind, but they they work through retreats and they they monitor mankind. Again, they have extremely, you know, you talk about Wakanda. There's actually a Wakanda under Kilimanjaro. They have there is there's a race there that have extremely advanced scientific. Uh, equipment that they monitor mankind, and they they're they're actually holding the balance for mankind. If these if these ascended masses were to suddenly these men and women were to suddenly leave Earth today, there'd be such a catastrophe. So they're holding the balance uh, against the forces of darkness as well as holding the karmic balance for mankind. And uh, I wrote a, a experience of one of the guides. I told him about that there was advanced beings uh, that live under the 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 mountain and uh, he related a story which you can read in the book i won't spoil it for you but yeah. it was very interesting oh i very loved your book wajid i'm telling you i i i really re- and i love the fact that it was read by you i didn't read it i listened to it i'm not i shouldn't lie i'm not much of a reader okay i can barely spell my name for obvious, however for obvious reasons however, i also did not read it i listened to it yeah he's blind as fuck but uh <laughs> i listened to it and i gotta tell you man i mean I just I loved every aspect of it, so I was thrilled to be able to talk to you today, and and uh, and I I want to thank you for um, I I always love connecting dots. I I say this a lot in different episodes, but I like connecting dots that a lot of people don't even think are in the same same realm of being connected to i love it i love all these different layers and so that's why i told you i'm super open to all this and and uh, so i want to thank you for first uh saving the world by putting your energies out there and protecting us all my friend thank you very much and uh uh and being a part well i'm not i'm not protecting nobody it's the cosmic masters that are protecting us well dude you're putting good energy out there and i'm going to chalk that up to a little bit of the armor you're you're if nothing else you're one of the chains in the link of the complete uh armor set if you will you're holding on at least a shoulder pad you are wajid yeah Anyways, thank you, my friend, for coming on our show. It has been uh, phenomenally. Yeah, and if people, if people want to get the book, it's on audiobook. It's on it's on Amazon. There's an ebook and and a paperback as well. Yeah. Uh, the struggle for world sanity. Yeah. And you have another. You have a couple other books. Do you not? Uh, no, that's just the just the, the one. Book okay, there. it was your yeah. master that had the other ones, correct? Yeah, he has the. the if you, again, you can get the nine freedoms. Uh, the Twelve Blessings and another books on on Amazon or or go to uh, the Master's web website ethereus.org. Please, so, everybody, uh, those- go get Wajid's book. It will change your life. It expanded my ma- my mind in ways that uh, uh, were profound. So, thank you once again, Wajid, for being on the show. Everybody, buy his 
book. You won't regret it. It's phenomenal. There's so much knowledge in there. This is this is even though we went on for look at that almost two hours, Wajid. Uh, even though we went on this month, there's so much more in the book. Please, please go get the book, Wajid. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Remember, go on Facebook, share us, follow us on Facebook, check out our Facebook page as well as text me two zero eight seven nine zero eight two two six. Whatever, just no pictures, just because it gets weird. But, you know, text me something, like some aliens, uh, you know, whatever. But anyways. I think a picture would be fine. I'd laugh at it. Don't do it. I'm not going to. Don't do it. I'm going to send a picture now. You're going to get a picture of just my left butt cheek. Oh, damn it, Mike. (laughs) Anyways, I'll have to pair it with the right one. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Check out the show. It'll be up shortly. Wajid, thank you, sir. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ben, and thank you, Mike. It was a real pleasure to talk to you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you. You're awesome. You are.